What's up guys, Matt here. And before we dive into the show, I wanna remind you about the marketing mastery that starts in two weeks. We have a handful of spots left. And this is all about helping you take control of the marketing inside of your business so you don't have to rely on marketing agencies anymore or any type of lead generators. This will be the last marketing training you ever need for your home service business. I've put the link in the show notes below. I've made it as affordable as humanly possible so every single person can afford this. And here's the deal. I'm going to be giving you tactics that have literally generated me millions of dollars and I'm giving it to you at a fraction of the cost. So go click the link right now in the show notes, join whatever's holding you back is going to hold you back from success. We're going to take a full month to deep dive into marketing mastery and I'm going to do it with you guys as a team live and it's going to be extremely interactive. I couldn't be more excited about it. I couldn't be more excited about the people who are joining and I'm excited to help you grow and scale. Click the link in the show notes and there's a 10 minute video on the landing page that tells you in detail exactly what marketing mastery is. Welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. I've spent the last decade as a CEO, operator, and business builder selling tens of millions of dollars in products and services. I, just like many of you, started with nothing. My mission for this podcast is to help you become the greatest version of yourself, help you grow and scale your business, and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Matt Smith. Enjoy the episode. What is going on, you guys? Matt here, Service Industry Podcast. I've got a pretty cool episode today, man. I don't I don't get to do this very often, and I'm excited. And I'm going to be a storyteller today, and you guys are going to get to hear a story of actually somebody I met this morning um, and didn't know this was going to happen, but I love how God drops people into my life to confirm that I'm on the right path, to confirm that I have the right beliefs. And I thought it was... Uh, it was impactful to the point where I wanted, when I got home, I wanted to jump on here and share this immediately because I took away three learning lessons from this guy today. Uh, and I think you guys are going to find it very powerful. Hey, before we dive in, you guys know that I don't typically run ads in the show. I don't get paid for the show. And the two ways that you guys can support me is first off, you can leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. That means the world to me and it helps the show grow. But the second way is you can support me at serviceindustrycoach.com. If you guys need any print marketing, uh, any kind of website uh, developed, if you guys need any kind of one-on-one coaching, that's what I'm here for. And to be honest, most of my business from that company comes from the podcast. So I appreciate you guys. So today I'm out this morning and I'm giving, uh, I'm doing a, a sales quote for a a guy that's looking for a new roof and he lives out in the middle of nowhere. Like whatever you guys think's the middle of nowhere, like times it by 10, that's how far out this guy lives. And so I get out there and in my notes in the CRM, it kind of has that the guy's looking for a a metal roof, but he sounds like he exactly knows what he wants. Um, There's even like a little bit of a warning, like, Hey, this guy potentially could be like kind of picky. So just preparing you. So 
you know, I go out there and uh, long story short, I meet with a guy, we walk the house, we start talking and I'm there for probably, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. Um, we kind of diagnose exactly what the guy needs. He ends up being a super nice guy. And, and he says to me, he goes, Hey, uh, I just want you to know, like you've left a really good first impression. Um, and I just thought you should know that He goes, that's really important to me. Uh, I, I ran a business for many years and, uh, I, I understand the importance of leaving a good first impression. And I was like, Oh, you know, like I, I really appreciate that feedback, you know? And, and I said something along the lines of like, you know, I'm always trying to become better. So you saying that to me, uh, that goes a long ways. And he must've just picked up that I was like, I had a business sense to me, right? By the way, we we're talking, I, I had asked him what he, he did. And he said, well, I used to own a, uh, mold remediation company. And he said, but I'm 68 years old now. And, um, you know, I, I, I got rid of that a handful of years ago. And so I'm just retired and, uh, you know, I'm just kind of living out my life the way I see fit. I'm like, Oh, it's awesome. Right. And this guy lived in a, a very normal house, 2000 square foot ranch, um, on 14 acres, beautiful property, but like you pull up to the house and it's nothing crazy, right? It's a pretty average house, couple outbuildings, nice peaceful spot, but, um, guy drove a normal F-150 and, and, uh, he goes, you know, I'll tell you my business story if you're interested. And I was like, I would love that, man. Like I love hearing people's stories, you know? So we're standing out in his driveway and he says, well, you know, back in 89, um, I think he said he was in his mid thirties. He said, you know, I, uh, I was an alcoholic and a drug addict. He said before that I, I played hockey my whole life and I was getting potentially drafted into the NHL. And when I didn't make the draft, uh, my life went downhill fast. I was surrounded by the wrong people. I started partying all the time, drinking, doing, um, cocaine. And he said, you know, I did that for a couple of years. And one day I woke up and I looked at myself in the mirror and, and I didn't recognize who I was. And, and he said, I, I told myself something has got to change because I don't recognize you. He said, so I moved back to Michigan where my family lived. He said, I had seven siblings and he said, I came from a, a good household. We weren't like rich or anything, but I just came from good parents um, who worked hard their whole life. They didn't make a bunch of money, but, but they were just good people. And I went into rehab and it was a short rehab. I think he said it was 30 days. And, uh, he said, but in that 30 days, when I was in there, uh, getting sober, I was drawing up a plan for what I wanted my life to look like and how I was going to get there. And he said, I had this job back in the day for a, a mold remediation company that I had worked for. And I remember thinking like, that was a really good business, right? Uh, it, it, it solved a real problem. And, and he was like, I could do that. Like I, I could run my own business. So he reached out to his old boss and sure enough, his old boss was selling the business and moving out of state. And, uh, and he told this guy, he said, Hey man, I'll sell you my equipment for 10 grand, but you're probably going to want another 10 grand in cash in the bank. Because if you hire an employee, you need payroll and there's a bunch of other expenses you're probably not thinking about. And so you know, 10 grand for, for the equipment, but another 10 grand in cash in your account. And so he said, okay. So he gets out of, he gets out of a rehab and he says the first day he's out of rehab, he goes to his parents and says, listen, I know I haven't lived my life in a way where you should trust me. And I don't blame you if you don't, but here's my plan. Here's how I want to change my life. And I want to do it by starting my own business. 
but I need $20,000. Is there any way you guys would loan it to me? And he said, my parents didn't even blink. And they said, yeah, we will. But we want you to know something. We've only saved up $20,000 over the course of us being together as a family. And so this is our life savings that we're giving you. But we're giving it to you because we believe in you. And they gave him the 20 grand. So he said, you know, I took that 20 grand. I did just what the guy told me. I bought the equipment and I put the rest in the bank. He said, but knowing that my parents had given me their life savings, right? This is back in the late 80s. Um, giving me their life savings, put a fire inside of him. He said, there was no way I was going to lose my parents' life savings, regardless of what people thought of me. And fast forward, uh, you know, he built that business for 25, 30 years, right? And um, long story short, he took that $20,000 loan and he turned it into $34 million, okay? And I was like, wow, dude, that's amazing. This is an amazing story, right? And, and so we started talking more and, and I, I started asking questions. I, I, I realized this is a guy who has done what I'm trying to do. Maybe the business is a little bit different than I'm in and, and whatever, but this guy has done something that I want to do and he's got the answer. So I'm, I'm going to talk to him and ask him as many questions as I can before he kicks me out of his, his driveway. So, you know, we started talking. I said, you know, if you had to, if you had to narrow it down, what do you think is like one of the core reasons you were successful? And he said, that's a really good question. Um, I will say this success requires sacrifice. I said, interesting. What do you mean by that? He goes, well, it requires sacrifice. Like, like, so many people want to live great lives, but they're not willing to put in the work to get the life they want to live. And he said, you know, going back in the early days of the business, he goes, dude, it was my life. It was what I did. It was, I didn't have time to go on the boat in the summer. He said, I sold my boat. I didn't have time to do that stuff. I didn't have time to do the extracurricular activities. So that wasn't, that wasn't in the playbook. If I wanted to truly be successful, he goes, the playbook was I worked and I built and I put that on repeat every single day. And that's it. He says, that is why I was successful. That was the core reason I was successful. And he said, you know, the problem with most people is they're half in and half out. They want to, they say they want to do something, but they don't actually put their actions behind their words. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, Holy crap, dude, I'm talking to myself in the future right now, right? This guy is, is speaking my language. And he said, you know, Matt, um, if I give you another piece of advice, I'm like, dude, bring it. He's like, you know how you know you're on the right track? Like, how's that? You know you're on the right track when you start to lose all of your friends. I said, oh, what does that mean? He goes, well, when, when you start putting in the work, you start living differently. You have a different outlook on life. You have different goals. You have different motivation levels than everybody else around you. And ultimately it will make people uncomfortable to be around you who are not chasing something similar to you. 
And so what you'll notice is you'll stop getting invited out to the parties. You'll, you'll stop getting called to go on the lake. You'll stop getting called as a golf partner. He said, this happens when you are on the right path because those people cannot relate to you anymore. And that is good because that means that you are making progress in the right direction. I'm like, Ooh, you're right. It is so good, man. I talk about it all the time. Your circle matters. Who you surround yourself matters. You're like, well, it's my family, Matt. Like it's, it's my aunt. It's my uncle. It's my cousin. I don't care. Are they good for you? Like who made the rule that just because somebody is, is related to me that I have to surround myself with them. There are no rules. And so I thought that was super, super interesting. And, and, uh, he said this, this last thing to me that really stuck. He said, you know, Matt, I've, I've made the mistake of this. You know, I told you that your friends, I told you just now your friends will begin to stop invite you to doing things and your circle will dissipate and eventually disappear. He said, but one thing that will really prohibit you from being successful is being around the wrong people and not being the leader of the group. And he said, it's hard to be the leader of the group because when you're chasing success and you're as motivated as I was, you make people uncomfortable and you feel bad about that. And so what you do is you dial your fire back a little bit. You dial your motivation back. You dial your dreams back around them because you feel bad or you feel uncomfortable or, or, or whatever the case is. But what happens is when you do that, what you actually do is let them take control and be the leader. And then they drag you down. And he, he said he experienced this. He said he had to have a real reality check with himself at one point in his career because he was surrounding himself with the wrong people who the, he then, he actually called himself a follower. He said, I became a follower, a guy doing millions of dollars a year. And I, I became a follower of people I wanted nothing to be like. And then I realized I got to cut my circle or if I dial my fire back up, these people are going to leave me anyway. And that's what happened. And so, you know, we're going on to talk about this stuff. And I'm like, you know, what's interesting. This is what I told him. I said, you know, what's interesting. I said, and don't take offense to this, but you're just a normal dude who's done something significant. And he was like, I've never heard it put that way, but I really appreciate it. And he goes, I just wish more people knew that it was possible. He said, you have to understand, I was an alcoholic and a drug addict. He said, I was at my rock bottom. Life couldn't have got worse. I had no money to my name. I, I, I failed out of the, the, the hockey career. I had nothing going for me, zero. And not only that, but I had almost nobody who believed in me because why should they? I had not lived my life in any sense where anybody should ever believe in me. Why? Because I, I hadn't proved myself. If anything, I had only thing I had proved is that I was a screw up. And he said, so, you know, he used to go to these AA meetings all the time. He's like, dude, I went to him for like 20 some years. He said, and the only reason I ever stopped was because I moved and I didn't get plugged into a, a more local spot. He said, but he said, I, that's part of my mission. You know, this guy had just bought this house back in November and he said, my mission is I want to get involved in these meetings again here locally and meet new people and make an impact because I recognize the people in those meetings back in the day changed my life. 
there were people who had gone before me and and conquered the things I was trying to conquer, you know? And, and he said this. This is interesting. It's a little off topic, but he said what he had learned in AA was that there was two types of people. Both types were trying to defeat their addiction over alcohol or drugs. But one type came from a poor family environment, like a bad family, and the other ones came from good families. And what he realized, because he said he came from a good family, he said, when I was in AA, the only thing I had to accomplish was I had to learn how to kick the habit. Where the other people who came from bad families had to learn how to kick the habit, and then they had to learn how to reinvent themselves and relearn how to live life in a way that served them. And he said they had a massive disadvantage coming from a bad family. And so if you come from a good family, you have a massive, massive advantage. But he said one thing that stood out to me about the people who come from bad families, bad childhoods, bad backgrounds, all the above. He said their pain is greater. And because they had greater pain, a lot of times they did greater things. That's powerful. Like those people's pain was so much greater that they took that pain and they used it as fuel and they changed their entire life. And I just think, man, like how many of us have been at rock bottom and you look and you can't see the path for your life. You can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know I've been there. I I can think of two or three specific times in my life where I've been there and I I go, I don't know what's next. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what my future looks like. And I had to dig deep and I had to access that pain and use it as fuel to motivate me to get back on my feet to go after the things that I wanted in life, right? And maybe some of you guys are there right now. Maybe some of you guys are there. And I, you've heard me say it on the podcast before. Like, I think it's really hard to accomplish things until your pain is greater than your current situation. Like when your pain is so great that, that you can't handle it anymore, you have to make a difference. You have to change something. That is when you start to move mountains and your life starts to change. And I'm not saying you have to hit rock bottom to be successful. That's not what I'm saying at all. In fact, I don't believe that. I think if you can do things that are required regardless of how you feel, you can always be successful. But if you're at rock bottom right now, I have good news for you. You almost have an advantage in a way. Like like you have a pain that most people don't have. And you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And guess what? You can go from rock bottom to building a 30 plus million dollar company too, if that's what you want bad enough. If you're willing to sacrifice, if you're willing to sell the toys, if you're willing to go all in on it as if it's your favorite thing on planet earth, if business becomes your hobby, then you too can do great things and you too can live a life like most people don't live. But success requires sacrifice. Gosh, I freaking love that, dude. The first thing he said, success requires sacrifice. And it's true. So I was jacked up this morning. I haven't even sold the guy anything yet. 
I'd love to have him on the podcast if he'd be open to it. I, I should have asked him, but uh, I didn't I didn't want to mix business with business. Um, but maybe maybe if I, I land the deal with him uh, and I get to know him a little better, I'll have him on and share the story. Because I'm telling you guys, man, his story is powerful. Like, I've heard a lot of stories, and it's pretty hard to get me jacked up, and I am on fire today because of that guy right there. So take this as inspiration, motivation, whatever you want to call it. But take some of the things I said today and put them into action in your life. How many people is it going to take to convince you that if you want to truly be successful and build a seven or eight figure business, that it's going to take everything you have? Like this half in tiptoeing BS that you're doing inside of your business right now is not going to cut it. You're going to be where you're at forever. You're maybe going to build a, a couple, you know, two, $300,000 business a year. That's it, man. You're not going to get any further than that. It will require sacrifice. And typically, it will require almost everything from you. And so I love you guys, man. I hope this is a motivation for you. I know it was me. Um, and again, I think every single person listening to this, if you haven't built a seven-figure business, you need to go sign up for Marketing Mastery right now. It will change your business forever, literally. This isn't some gimmick. This isn't how I make my living. It's how I give back. But I have to charge for my time, my expertise. And this stuff has taken me over a decade to learn. And you get to learn it for extremely, extremely cheap over the course of one month. It's a success hack. I love you guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. As always, if you need any help marketing your business or want to work with me directly doing one-on-one coaching, visit serviceindustrycoach.com. We'll see you on the next episode.